0: Today, we'll consider three kings of Judah who are almost faithful to the Lord, and a fourth who simply isn't. It's 2 Chronicles chapters 25 through 28 and Isaiah chapter 8, here on Commuter Bible. This is Commuter Bible, the audio Bible reading plan to match your weekly schedule. I'm your host, John Ross. In our last episode, we considered the life of King Joash, the baby heir to the throne, who was rescued and brought to kingship by Jehoiada the priest. Joash abandoned the Lord's temple and his sons after him follow suit. Amaziah begins well but surprisingly turns to worship the idols of those he defeated and soon thereafter becomes overconfident. Amaziah's son Uzziah also begins well but he too becomes overconfident and acts unfaithfully by offering incense in the Lord's temple, a role that is reserved for priests. Next, Jotham's reign is pretty quiet as he did not waver in obeying the Lord. But finally, King Ahaz sells out to other countries and other gods, and is invaded by Tiglath-Pileser. Second Chronicles, chapters twenty-five through twenty-eight. Amaziah became king when he was twenty-five years old, and he reigned twenty-nine years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jehoadan. She was from Jerusalem. He did what was right in the Lord's sight, but not wholeheartedly. As soon as the kingdom was firmly in his grasp, he executed his servants who had killed his father, the king. However, he did not put their children to death because, as it is written in the law in the book of Moses, where the Lord commanded, fathers are not to die because of children and Children are not to die because of fathers, but each one will die for his own sin. Then Amaziah gathered Judah and assembled them according to ancestral families, according to commanders of thousands, and according to commanders of hundreds. He numbered those twenty years old or more for all Judah and Benjamin. He found there to be three hundred thousand fit young men who could serve in the army, bearing spear and shield. Then, for 7,500 pounds of silver, he hired 100,000 valiant warriors from Israel. However, a man of God came to him and said, King, do not let Israel's army go with you, for the Lord is not with Israel, all the Ephraimites. But if you go with them, do it. Be strong for battle, but God will make you stumble before the enemy, for God has the power to help or to make one stumble. Then Amaziah said to the man of God, What should I do about the 7,500 pounds of silver I gave to Israel's division? The man of God replied, The Lord is able to give you much more than this. So Amaziah released the division that came to him from Ephraim to go home. But they got very angry with Judah and returned home in a fierce rage. Amaziah strengthened his position and led his people to the Salt Valley. He struck down 10,000 Searites, and the Judahites captured 10,000 alive. They took them to the top of a cliff where they threw them off and all of them were dashed to pieces. As for the men of the division that Amaziah sent back, so they would not go with him into battle, they raided the cities of Judah from Samaria to Beth struck down three thousand of their people, and took a great deal of plunder. After Amaziah came from the attack on the Edomites, he brought the gods of the Seirites and set them up as His gods. He worshiped before them and burned incense to them. So the Lord's anger was against Amaziah, and he sent a prophet to him who said, Why have you sought a people's gods that could not rescue their own people from you? While he was still speaking to him, the king asked, Have we made you the king's counselor? Stop. Why should you lose your life? So the prophet stopped, but he said, I know that God intends to destroy you, because you have done this and have not listened to my advice. King Amaziah of Judah took counsel and sent word to Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, son of Jehu, king of Israel, and challenged him. Come! Let's meet face to face. King Jehoash of Israel sent word to King Amaziah of Judah, saying, The thistle in Lebanon sent a message to the cedar in Lebanon, saying, Give your daughter to my son as a wife. Then a wild animal in Lebanon passed by and trampled the thistle. You have said, Look, I have defeated Edom. And you have become overconfident that you will get glory. Now stay at home. Why stir up such trouble, so that you fall and Judah with you? But Amaziah would not listen, for this turn of events was from God in order to hand them over to their enemies, because they went after the gods of Edom. So King Jehoash of Israel advanced. He and King Amaziah of Judah met face to face at Beth Shemesh that belonged to Judah. Judah was routed before Israel, and each man fled to his own tent. King Jehoash of Israel captured Judah's King Amaziah son of Joash, son of Jehoahaz, at Beth Shemesh. Then Jehoash took him to Jerusalem and broke down 200 yards of Jerusalem's wall from the Ephraim gate to the corner gate. He took all the gold, silver, all the utensils that were found with Obed-Edom in God's temple, the treasures of the king's palace, and the hostages. Then he returned to Samaria. Judah's king Amaziah son of Joash lived fifteen years after the death of Israel's king Jehoash son of Jehoahaz. The rest of the events of Amaziah's reign, from beginning to end, are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. From the time Amaziah turned from following the Lord, a conspiracy was formed against him in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lachish. However, men were sent after him to Lachish, and they put him to death there. They carried him back on horses and buried him with his ancestors in the city of Judah. the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was sixteen years old, and made him king in place of his father Amaziah. After Amaziah the king rested with his ancestors, Uzziah rebuilt Eloth and restored it to Judah. Uzziah was sixteen years old when he became king, and he reigned fifty-two years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jechaliah. She was from Jerusalem. He did what was right in the Lord's sight, just as his father Amaziah had done. He sought God throughout the lifetime of Zechariah, the teacher of the fear of God. During the time that he sought the Lord, God gave him success. Uzziah went out to wage war against the Philistines, and he tore down the wall of Gath, the wall of Jabna and the wall of Ashdod. Then he built cities in the vicinity of Ashdod and among the Philistines. God helped him against the Philistines, the Arabs that live in Gerbael, and the Maonites. The Ammonites paid tribute to Uzziah, and his fame spread as far as the entrance of Egypt, for God made him very powerful. Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the Corner Gate, the Valley Gate, and the Corner Buttress. And he fortified them. Since he had many cattle, both in the Judean foothills and the plain, he built towers in the desert and dug many wells. And since he was a lover of the soil, he had farmers and vine dressers in the hills and in the fertile lands. Uzziah had an army equipped for combat that went out to war by division according to their assignments as recorded by Jeel, the court secretary, and Mesia, the officer under the authority of Hananiah, one of the king's commanders. The total number of family heads was 2,600 valiant warriors. Under their authority was an army of 307,500 equipped for combat, a powerful force to help the king against the enemy. Uzziah provided the entire army with shields, spears, helmets, armor, bows, and sling stones. He made skillfully designed devices in Jerusalem to shoot arrows and catapult large stones for use on the towers and on the corners. So his fame spread even to distant places, for he was wondrously helped until he became strong. But when he became strong... He grew arrogant, and it led to his own destruction. He acted unfaithfully against the Lord his God by going into the Lord's sanctuary to burn incense on the incense altar. The priest Azariah, along with eighty brave priests of the Lord, went in after him. They took their stand against King Uzziah and said, Uzziah! You have no right to offer incense to the Lord. Only the consecrated priests, the descendants of Aaron, have the right to offer incense. Leave the sanctuary, for you have acted unfaithfully. You will not receive honor from the Lord God. Uzziah, with a fire pan in his hand to offer incense, was enraged. But when he became enraged with the priests, in the presence of the priests in the Lord's temple beside the altar of incense, a skin disease broke out on his forehead. Then Azariah, the chief priest, and all the priests turned to him and saw that he was diseased on his forehead. They rushed him out of there. He himself also hurried to get out because the Lord had afflicted him. So King Uzziah was diseased to the time of his death. He lived in quarantine with a serious skin disease and was excluded from access to the Lord's temple while his son Jotham was over the king's household governing the people of the land. Now the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, wrote about the rest of the events of Uzziah's reign from beginning to end. Uzziah rested with his ancestors and he was buried with his ancestors in the burial ground of the king's cemetery. For they said, He has a skin disease. His son Jotham became king in his place. Jotham was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jerusha, daughter of Zadok. He did what was right in the Lord's sight, just as his father Uzziah had done. In addition, he didn't enter the Lord's sanctuary, but the people still behaved corruptly. Jotham built the upper gate of the Lord's temple, and he built extensively on the wall of Ophel. He also built cities in the hill country of Judah and fortresses and towers in the forests he waged war against the king of the Ammonites. He overpowered the Ammonites, and that year they gave him 7,500 pounds of silver, 60,000 bushels of wheat, and 60,000 bushels of barley. They paid him the same in the second and third years. So Jotham strengthened his position because he did not waver in obeying the Lord his God. As for the rest of the events of Jotham's reign, along with all his wars and his ways, note that they are written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. He was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. Jotham rested with his ancestors and was buried in the city of David. His son Ahaz became king in his place. Ahaz was twenty years old when he became king, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. He did not do what was right in the Lord's sight like his ancestor David, for he walked in the ways of the kings of Israel and made cast images of the Baals. He burned incense in ben Valley and burned his children in the fire imitating the detestable practices of the nations the Lord had dispossessed before the Israelites. He sacrificed and burned incense on the high places, on the hills, and under every green tree. So the Lord his God handed Ahaz over to the king of Aram. He attacked him and took many captives to Damascus. Ahaz was also handed over to the king of Israel, who struck him with great force. Pekah, son of Remaliah, killed 120,000 in Judah in one day, all brave men, because they had abandoned the Lord God of their ancestors. An Ephraimite warrior named Zikri killed the king's son, Messiah, Azrakim governor of the palace, and Elkanah, who was second to the king. Then the Israelites took 200,000 captives from their brothers, women, sons, and daughters. They also took a great deal of plunder from them and brought it to Samaria. A prophet of the Lord named Oded was there. He went out to meet the army that came to Samaria and said to them, Look, the Lord God of your ancestors, handed them over to you because of his wrath against Judah. But you slaughtered them in a rage that has reached heaven. Now you plan to reduce the people of Judah and Jerusalem, male and female, to slavery. Are you not also guilty before the Lord your God? Listen to me, and return the captives you took from your brothers, for the Lord's burning anger is on you. So some men who were leaders of the Ephraimites, Azariah son of Jehohanan, Berachiah son of Meshillamoth, Jehazkiah son of Shalom, and Amasa son of Hadli, stood in opposition to those coming from the war. They said to them, You must not bring the captives here, for you plan to bring guilt on us from the Lord to add to our sins and our guilt, for we have much guilt and burning anger is on Israel. The army left the captives and the plunder in the presence of the officers and the congregation. Then the men who were designated by name took charge of the captives and provided clothes for their naked ones from the plunder. They clothed them, gave them sandals, food and drink, dressed their wounds, and provided donkeys for all the feeble. The Israelites brought them to Jericho, the city of Palms, among their brothers. Then they returned to Samaria. At that time, King Ahaz asked the king of Assyria for help. The Edomites came again, attacked Judah, and took captives. The Philistines also raided the cities of the Judean foothills and the Negev of Judah. They captured and occupied Beth Shemesh, Aijalon, and Gederoth, as well as Soko, Timna, and Gimzo with their surrounding villages. For the Lord humbled Judah because of King Ahaz of Judah, who threw off restraint in Judah and was unfaithful to the Lord. Then King Tiglath-Pileser of Assyria came against Ahaz, He oppressed him and did not give him support. Although Ahaz plundered the Lord's temple and the palace of the king and of the rulers and gave the plunder to the king of Assyria, it did not help him. At the time of his distress, King Ahaz himself became more unfaithful to the Lord. He sacrificed to the gods of Damascus, which had defeated him, He said, Since the gods of the kings of Aram are helping them, I will sacrifice to them so that they will help me. But they were the downfall of him and of all Israel. Then Ahaz gathered up the utensils of God's temple, cut them into pieces, shut the doors of the Lord's temple and made himself altars on every street corner in Jerusalem. He made high places in every city of Judah to offer incense to other gods. And he angered the Lord, the God of his ancestors. As for the rest of his deeds and all his ways, from beginning to end, they are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel, Ahaz rested with his ancestors and was buried in the city in Jerusalem, but they did not bring him into the tombs of the kings of Israel. His son Hezekiah became king in his place. Isaiah chapter 8 Then the Lord said to me, Take a large piece of parchment and write on it with an ordinary pen. Maher Shalal Hashbaz I have appointed trustworthy witnesses, the priest Uriah and Zechariah son of Jebarakiah. I was then intimate with the prophetess, and she conceived and gave birth to a son. The Lord said to me, Name him Maher Shalal Hashbaz. For before the boy knows how to call father or mother, the wealth of Damascus and the spoils of Samaria will be carried off to the king of Assyria. The Lord spoke to me again. Because these people rejected the slowly flowing water of Shaloah and rejoiced with resin and the son of Remaliah, the Lord will certainly bring against them the mighty rushing water of the Euphrates River, the king of Assyria and all his glory. It will overflow its channels and spill over all its banks. It will pour into Judah, flood over it and sweep through, reaching up to the neck and its flooded banks will fill your entire land, Emmanuel. Band together, peoples, and be broken. Pay attention, all you distant lands. Prepare for war and be broken. Prepare for war and be broken. Devise a plan, it will fail. Make a prediction, it will not happen. For God is with us. For this is what the Lord said to me with great power to keep me from going the way of this people. Do not call everything a conspiracy that these people say is a conspiracy. Do not fear what they fear. Do not be terrified. You are to regard only the Lord of armies as holy. Only he should be feared. Only he should be held in awe he will be a sanctuary. But for the two houses of Israel, he will be a stone to stumble over and a rock to trip over and a trap and a snare to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Many will stumble over these. They will fall and be broken. They will be snared and captured. Bind up the Testimony. Seal up the instruction among my disciples. I will wait for the Lord, who is hiding his face from the house of Jacob. I will wait for him. Here I am with the children the Lord has given me to be signs and wonders in Israel from the Lord of armies who dwells on Mount Zion. When they say to you, Inquire of the mediums and the spiritists who chirp and mutter, Shouldn't a people inquire of their God? Should they inquire of the dead on behalf of the living? Go to God's instruction and testimony. If they do not speak according to this word, there will be no dawn for them. They will wander through the land, dejected and hungry. When they are famished, they will become enraged. And looking upward, will curse their king and their God. They will look toward the earth and see only distress, darkness, and the gloom of affliction. And they will be driven into thick darkness. You may recall from the opening line of Isaiah... That the prophet is seeing this vision or these visions during the reigns of King Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah of Judah. So that being said, keep in mind that Isaiah is happening in the time period that we are currently in in 2 Chronicles. We will be in the book of Isaiah on and off all the way to the end of the year. So just keep in mind that Isaiah is prophesying during this time. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by Bobby Brown, Caitlin Ron, Eric Williamson, and the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening, and remember, happy is the one whose delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night.